Um, our topic today is on motivation. Motivation, just like inspiration, uh, is short loved, and we'll go into why that's the case and um, what happens. And I'll, I'll start with this. So, uh, when I was kind of years ago, I, I was always seeking motivation. Like, why don't I have motivation to do something? And we'll start off, and I like Brendan Burchard's definition out of it. By the way, if if you haven't read the book, whoever is watching the recording or even you, The Motivation Manifesto, you want to get this book. It's a really good book, and it goes deeper into this topic quite a bit. It's a little bit dusty because I've read it a couple of times. I like how Brendan Burchard approaches that the root word for motivation is motive, which is the reason behind what you do. And usually, we lose motivation and in the in the current moment because we lose sight of what is important to us just as a concept just as a thing and a lot of people say well i have no motivation well then it's likely that you're disconnected from your vision you're disconnected from your goals you uh, are not clear around your values there's something happening around that area so we'll go into why those pieces are important um but in the meantime even if you're clear about those things it's very easy for our uh, our mind to create resistance. So even if you're clear about your vision, you know what you're doing, there are days where you wake up and you'll be like, I don't want to do anything or I don't feel like doing anything. And we'll talk about that piece too, is how can you sustain that and what you need to do? So the first part, we're going to cover the foundational reasons. If you're not clear about these areas, then likely you're not motivated you're struggling, you are kind of living in what Tony Robbins might call the no man's land. And we'll talk about that too. So as a starting point, like we said, that motivation is short lived, and we'll talk about the strategy around it. But the first piece of that, and we have been working through this is your vision. And the, the vision basically connects to why we're doing this, who we're becoming in the process, what is our long term, long term outcome that we're seeking, what is it that we're working towards? Without that picture, it's very hard to work towards anything. And if you don't have enough clarity around that, you will likely be kind of in a place where you can't move this way or that way, and you're seeking something to, to go in a direction. That should tell you that, no, I need to clarify, or the other piece is revisit my vision. Sometimes we clarify it, and we do it, and we put it in a binder somewhere, and we close it. And here's a weird thing about human beings. We forget the things that are important to us sometimes. We remember the general themes, but when you when you actually go back, if you do this thing, go back to your old journals. I have a habit of reading my old journals, especially when I'm traveling. I'll go back to all the uh, journaling. I do a lot of uh, journaling when I travel or when I'm kind of going through a phase and I go read through it and I realize, holy shoot, these are the things that matter to me. And this is what I've built. And these are the things that I was working towards and I'm still working towards them. Oh, this thing I completely forgot about because I'm not reminding myself. Very common. So one is being clear about your vision. The other one is revisiting it. And now vision is great to connect to. This is why you're doing this. This is what you're going towards. So that will initially get you motivated and revisiting that. This is why I recommend that you have something that you look at what that vision is, whether it's a vision board or your plan or something that reminds you of that. Now, a lot of the elements in my office remind me of that. But a vision without a plan is just a dream. You need strategic goals, which means that you need to have clear long-term and short-term goals. It means that long-term, this is these are the things you need to do 
every year to get to that point, every quarter to get to that point, five years out, three years out, 10 years out. And short term, you have clear practical goals that you've laid out. They have clear deadlines around them. And it's not just in part of in, in your job, it's in all parts of your life, which connects to the third thing, which is aligning your values. And, and this connects to, again, to the vision again, is that you want to leverage your values. There will be times where you don't want to do something. For example, I have a family, I have kids, I have a wife. There are days where I need to take out the garbage. I don't want to do the garbage half the time. <laughs> but I know that's connected to my value. I want to show that I'm taking care of my home. And there will be time where I'll outsource that. But for now, I'm doing that. I don't want to do it. But if I think of my values, I want my kids to see that I'm doing this part of I'm doing that, I'm bringing up, I want them to see that I take care of that. There are days uh, when I need to uh, take care of my kids. I spend time with them. Or And there are days when I need to do something to help my wife. There are days when I need to do something for somebody else that I don't really want to do in the moment, but I remind myself of, okay, what are my values around this? And again, that connects to the person you're becoming, your values, what you aspire to be. And if you're not clear about that, it's hard for you to make those decisions. And that's that the judgment in your work, uh, whether it's in the investing world or in your personal life, wherever it always connects back, back to your values, because your internal system uh, creates a judgment around what matters to you, which means that if you feel strongly, for example, in my case, if I str feel strongly about modeling somebody who takes care of his family, and I don't do that in my behavior, my system automatically gives me feedback, oh, that's not who you are. You need to be doing differently. And I will feel it like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I need to take care of that. If uh, my value system is to provide for my family and I'm not doing a good job of that, I get feedback from my own system that, no, I need to do better here. I can do better. If my value system is to be loving to my wife and I'm not doing that or I, I make mistakes around that, I need to, of course, I'm going to make mistakes, but I need to work through that. I need to uh, to show that, no, that's this is the kind of person I'm becoming. And I need to be also vulnerable. And that's my part of my value system. There are times where my kids have seen conflict between my wife and I. And and, they've, and my older daughter is old enough to ask. We're like, oh, how come, how come you yelled at my mama the other time? Like, I did. That was my mistake. And this is what happened. And I'm working on that. That is not who we are, but we're also human beings. So she sees that. Not only our values, but our struggle through those values. Same thing with my team. So when I'm working in a team, what are my values? Well, one of my values is that no matter what, no matter how difficult it gets, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up and do the work, even if it's difficult, even if it's not working out. And I've done that for the longest time. And I'm known by for that because that's one of my values. And that's the feedback I've gotten with my team is that, no matter what has happened, when you say that you show up, you will show up. And that that tells me that even when it gets difficult, I show up. So in the moment, emotionally, I might not feel like doing something. But when I connect back to my vision and what matters to me, who I'm aspiring to become, then I realize, you know what? This actually truly consciously matters, matters to me. But in the moment, I might not feel like it. The only caveat would be is that there are time, of course, times where I need to rest, where I need to take care of myself, where I'm sick. I, I'm not the kind of person to be like, oh, no, I need to show up. I'm I'm the man, this and that. No, I need to take care of myself, too. If I'm sick, I'm sick. If I need rest, I need rest. But I'm talking about consistency in long term. What does that look like? Now, 
let's talk a little about and this and these are the things so your vision your strategic goals and values remind you to stay connected to what matters to you and keeping it in front of you and reminding yourself consistently kind of keeps you aware of and clear about what matters to you. And if you have that, then it's very rare that you will need motivation from an outside source because you're internally connected to what matters to you. That's what you're going towards. You're focused on that vision. You're focused on those goals and those values that make up who you are as a human being. Now let's go a little bit more towards uh, like what happens in the day-to-day. And the first thing that comes up, and you will hear a lot of this in the personal development, it's routine and discipline. And I want to kind of give a twist around this because discipline has become overrated, to be honest. Is discipline a thing? Yes. Am I disciplined? Yes. But why am I disciplined? So uh, there are people, uh, there are trainers and motivational speakers that make it seem like that no matter what, they're jumping in and they're always disciplined. They're hard on themselves, this and that. I don't look at it that way, to be honest. If I look at my calendar, that most of the things that I'm doing matter to me. So it's not that hard for me to show up. There are days where I will have resistance. But overall, if you look at me over a long period of time, if you look at my calendar, I generally do the things that matter to me. Or there are days and weeks where I'll fall short. Okay, so what? Long term, I'm always consistent towards that. So I'm disciplined because I enjoy my life. I'm disciplined because my life matters to me. I am disciplined because the things that I do, I love because I don't have a lot of resistance. Usually people try to be disciplined in things that they hate. (laughs) So their system gives them feedback. It's like, I don't want to do this shit, but they force themselves to go in there. Now, like I mentioned with the garbage and other things, there are things you will do that you won't like, but that's part of a bigger picture that you want. But a lot of people will structure their life in a way where they, they hate it. They hate being in a relationship. They hate being in this job. They hate living this life. They hate being in this team. They will continue that on. They will keep being there. And then they say, why am I not disciplined? Why am I lazy? Why am I this? No, nobody wants to do what they hate doing. Nobody wants that. No human being. So you need to decide, like, what are the overall things, the kind of relationship that you want, the kind of um, life you want to live, the kind of the way that you want to live your life, the kind of work that you want to do. My approaches to do the thing that matters to you. And when you do the things that matters to you, you will do the hard things. That doesn't mean that just because you love the thing, it's not challenging. I think challenge is a huge part of growth. Without that, nothing moves forward. Even something as simple as video games. Why do people play video games? One of the common themes you will see, I played a lot of video games growing up. Why? Because uh, I was looking for that next level challenge. Next level. Most things around me didn't give me that. As soon as I got the challenge in business, I have no need for video games. As soon as I got challenge in my life, my life is challenging enough. My relationships are challenging enough. I don't need video games for that. (laughs) This feels like a video game that's challenging. It's actually much harder. So that challenge is important. So your life will have struggle and challenge, but I, I frame it as this is a part of what I am. For example, my relationship with my wife is not an easy relationship. We're always challenging each other to grow. There are areas we trigger each other more than anybody else would ever trigger us. So the reason why I'm sharing this, uh, some people kind of look at discipline in a way where that you're forcing yourself to do this as a, and you, you should be disciplined whether you're miserable or not. There's a subtle difference in there. 
But the reality is that you should be doing things that matter to you. And within it, there will be struggle and challenge. And struggle and challenge is not the negative thing. It's your, your intention to do things that don't matter to you. Now, sometimes you might be in a job and you're transitioning out of that to go into real estate or entrepreneurship. Fine. That's a temporary thing. You either leave that or you set a plan to leave that in a year or two years or whatever. Once you set a plan, you are actually motivated to go there and finish that. <laughs> you finish that and you get onto your thing. But when you don't have that, you're again kind of in that no man's land. Well, am I in my job? Uh, am I going to continue this for the next six years, five years? Am I going to do this thing? You're kind of floating around. That doesn't work. Here's the last. Here's the last couple of pieces. This one is really one of the reasons why uh, the continuous learning part. One of the reasons why I jumped into the world of entrepreneurship, but even coaching that I love. And, and coaching is a medium for me, but it gives me the space to learn the things that matter to me. So what do I care about? I care about I care about knowledge. I care about learning uh, about human behavior, human mind. I care about learning about our, our purpose generally as human beings. I care about understanding my own purpose, my own awareness. I care about helping others in this area. Coaching is a medium that gives me this. And also entrepreneurship is a medium that helps me understand how you can move this forward for myself and for my other clients and to help me understand other people around me. So I'm on a constant, continuous learning journey. The only thing, sometimes people confuse downloading information with learning. Just because you're downloading information doesn't mean you're learning. Learning means you take the information, you apply it. And through the process of taking in the information and application, you learn. So I, I love this analogy that Alex Hermosi gives it. He's like, this is what learning looks like. If, if I'm in front of you and I, I swing a punch and I hit you once and you get hit and you get hurt. And second time when I do that, if you duck, you've learned. If you don't duck, you haven't learned. So for most people, they keep getting punched in the face because they're not learning. Life keeps throwing the, the, those punches for you to learn. Entrepreneurship sends a lot of punches for you to learn. But people keep getting hit and they don't, they're not ducking because they're not learning. They keep going to the information. And the information is saying the same thing. Duck, 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 duck. And duck means learn sales. Duck means learn marketing. Learn to build your team. Learn to build your system. But we keep getting hit. Why? Because we're learn not learning fast enough, which takes us to the next step. Support network. This is where your coaches come in, your peers come in, your mentors come in, your community comes in. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Or are there people that are consistently supporting you, whether it's your coach, it's your mentor, it's your accountability group, it's your community, inspirational things that you're hearing from them, people who are doing similar things as you, that sustains your motivation a lot. That keeps you accountable. That keeps you on track to that thing. And one of the most powerful things that I've learned about life and business is that as long as you can stay in the game, you can learn to win. As soon as you drop, you're done. So most people, what happens is that they drop it at some point. You can rest. You can go for a while and rest temporarily. But what most people do is they will go for two years and they get hit so many times. They don't have a support network. They are not learning and they give up. And when they give up, that's it. You're done. 
as a business owner. You're done. Even There are people who give up on their life. There are people who give up on their relationships without trying enough. And when I say trying enough, ask yourself this question. Every time you get to a point of giving up or you get to a point of, it's like, you know what, this is not worth it. Ask yourself, sit down honestly, ask yourself, have I tried everything? And really be honest, because that's a moment that will tell you, most of the time we haven't tried everything. We've tried the things that are in our sphere and we haven't reached out for support. We haven't asked for help. We haven't asked for accountability. So we give up because of that. So that's pretty much it. Those The first three pieces are your vision, your strategic uh, goals, and uh, your values that you need to consistently, one, cl clarify it, and then remind yourself of consistently. And the last three pieces, I went from your routine and discipline around the things that matter to you your uh, continuous learning journey, which means that you're actually implementing things. You're not just downloading information. We live in an age of information. There is no lack of information. You need to implement things to learn. And then last, it's your support network. That's why in the real estate, they say your network is your net worth. Because especially in the business side, you learn because of your network, because of the support that you get from your coaches, mentors, peers, accountability partners, the community of people that you watch that are actually doing the same things as you. Thank you.